For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours. God speaks these words through his prophet Isaiah to the Israelites during the time they were in exile in Babylon. The Israelites couldn't believe they were being banished from their homeland. They felt that God had abandoned them in their hour of need. Where are you, God? In the 2014 movie, God's Not Dead, starring Kevin Sorbo as an atheist college professor, Jeffrey Radisson, and Shane Harper as Josh Wheaton, an evangelical college student. There's a scene where Josh is questioning his professor about his unbelief. To Josh's surprise, the professor starts quoting various scripture passages verbatim. Josh asks him, what happened to you? The professor responds, when a 12-year-old watches his mother die of cancer, it's only natural to beg God for her life. He'll promise anything to his make-believe grandfather in the sky, including to love and worship him forever, if only he will spare her. Josh replies, sometimes the answer is no. The professor says, tell that to me the day you lose someone you love. Earlier in the movie, the professor pulls out a faded letter from his desk that was written by his mother just before she died. In it, she tells her young son that she knows he doesn't understand, but to keep loving God anyway. Then she quotes Isaiah, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours. The psalmist today tells you and me, The Lord is just in all his ways, merciful in all his works. The Lord is near to all who call upon him. I believe the professor couldn't disagree more with the psalmist. The professor called upon God and didn't receive the answer he was looking for, hoping for, praying for. He cannot look at God as just, merciful, or near. So he tells himself, he tells God, you don't exist, you're dead to me. How about you and me? Do we see ourselves more like the student Josh, believing in the goodness of God despite a bad outcome? Or do we see ourselves more like the professor, disbelieving in the goodness of God because of a bad outcome? This movie touched close to home for me personally. I was 10 years old when my father was stricken with cancer. One Saturday morning about 5 a.m., an ambulance was called for my father. I watched out my bedroom window as the ambulance left our yard with its lights flashing. I immediately stood in front of the crucifix in my room and prayed fervently that my dad would be okay. It seemed like I was there praying for an hour. I'm not sure. Then at one point I heard in my heart what I knew to be from God, these words. Everything will be okay. I felt this peace immediately come over me. I went back to bed at that point. <laughs> Later that morning, my mother came back home. My brother and I ran to the front door. We looked at her with the obvious question. She cast her eyes down and shook her head no. 
Sometimes the answer is no. But what is also true is that the Lord is just in all his ways, merciful in all his works, and near to all who call upon him. God said to me, everything will be okay. And I can assure you that as I stand here before you today, God was true to his word. Not that there haven't been highs and lows, good times and bad times. There have. I have no doubt that every one of you have a similar story to tell. A story of pain, difficulty, and challenges. A story of great loss. In faith, we believe that God is never far away. God is close in the midst of suffering to anyone who calls upon him. Not only does God respond to those who call upon him, but God is always calling on us. He personally calls out to each of us to walk ever closer to him. God keeps calling. In today's gospel, we hear the parable of the wealthy landowner going out to look for laborers. We are all familiar with this parable. But the verse that is often overlooked is when the landowner goes out about five o'clock and he calls out, why do you stand here idle all day? And they respond, because no one has hired us. No one has hired us. It's not that they don't want to work. It's that all those who have the power to hire them don't. They are the ones on the margins of society. Those others consider undesirable and in the lowest class. They are the oppressed. But that is not how God looks at any of us. He sees each and every one of us deserving of dignity and respect because we are his sons and daughters. We are created in the image and likeness of God. And God will never cease calling out to you or to me. Whether or not others value you, God values you. God loves you. God wants more for you and for me. He doesn't want more from you or me. Yes, God will call out to each of us. But here's the key. We must be open to hearing his voice. And very often hearing his voice will be through the voices of others those who know and love us best. Once we hear God, what we do next is up to us. And what that next step looks like may not look like the step you or I would have ever imagined or even chosen. For God's thoughts are not our thoughts, nor are his ways our ways. Life is hard, period. We can respond to the difficulties in life in one of two ways. We can respond like the professor did and say no to God. Or we can respond like the workers did and say yes, even if our yes is at a late hour. With God, it is never too late to say yes. It's never too late to receive the fullness of God's love that he offers to you and me each and every day.